But I also think a lot of it comes down to kind of your mindset around time. I think people have this really a big feeling of lack when it comes to time. We feel like time is our enemy and we're always chasing it and we never have enough of it. And I think if you can flip that mindset of, of always trying to like take time and, and grab it and hold on to it, if you can think about it instead of like you're making time in your life and what do you want to make the time for? So think about what your priorities are and make the time to put those in the, in your day instead of always taking time. People say, I never have enough time. But I'm like, but time is all that you have. Time is what life is made of. Like if you don't have time, you're dead. Do you often wonder whether there's more to life than your nine to five job? Do you dream about having a life that has no boundaries where you can decide what to do and where to do it? And does the thought of how to get that life maybe overwhelm you just a little bit? Then this is the podcast for you. Join me as I uncover how to get that freedom and live a life that needs no retirement plan. I'll be scouring the internet and chatting with people from all walks of life who are out there living life to the max instead of punching a time card. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Georgia Bamber, who is a success coach, a speaker, and the author of Achieve Anything You Want. Through her work, she helps people make positive changes in their personal and professional lives and reach their goals. She teaches the tools and strategies needed to make change happen, to develop a success mindset, gain killer confidence, and create the time to follow your dreams. Her aim is to help people achieve their goals and, and dreams and empower them to live happy, healthy, vibrant lives. She's got an MBA, a master's in psychology. She's a certified life coach, and she's certified in plant-based nutrition. On top of all that, she's a wife and, and a mother of two teenage boys. She's an endurance athlete and a yogi. So she really does know what it's like to try to juggle everything between mother, entrepreneur, and maintaining a healthy mind and a healthy body. Georgia, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you very much, Jackie. It sounds exhausting just hearing my kind of bio when you read it out. I'm like, ooh, do I really do all that? But yes, I do do all that. And it isn't as exhausting as it sounds. <laughs> well, as I, as I alluded to, you know what it's like to be a busy mom, um, mm-hmm. trying to set a good example for your kids, yep. uh, teaching them healthy habits and, and things like that. And you're yep. also an entrepreneur. Yep. So can you share a little bit about how you master time yourself so that you can achieve the goals when life gets busy? Well, firstly, I'm pretty organized. I mean, with all of that going on, I obviously have to keep everything within a structure. So I'm good at that. I've developed systems to get things done and keep myself on track. So that is definitely one thing to have that structure and a system in place if you want to keep a lot of moving pieces moving in the direction that you want them to go. (laughs) But I also think a lot of it comes down to kind of your mindset around time. I think people have this really a big feeling of lack when it comes to time. We feel like time is our enemy and we're always chasing it and we never have enough of it. And I think if you can flip that mindset of of always trying to like take time and and grab it and hold on to it, if you can think about it instead of like you're making time in your life and what do you want to make the time for? So think about what your priorities are and make the time to put those in in your day instead of always taking time. I don't know if if that makes sense, but um, it's just flipping that mindset. If you think about it, people say, I never have enough time. But I'm like, but time is all that you have. Time is what life is made of. Like if you don't have time, you're dead.
right? Okay, every minute that you're alive, <laughs> you have time. It's just a matter of how you choose to use that time. So I think it's all about prioritizing and realizing that when you tell so like if, if someone comes up to you and says, hey, can you help me do this? And you're like, oh, no, I don't have time. What you're really saying in a polite way is, sorry, I just don't want to do that because you always have the time. It's just how you choose to use it. So I think if you can look at your whole life like that and think, what do I want to make the time for in my life and use it in that way? It, it just flips the switch and it makes it so much less stressful because you become the creator of what you're doing with your time instead of reacting constantly to this like lack of time. So that would be my top suggestion there. Okay. That, yeah, that's a, uh... It's an interesting way of looking at it. And like you said, it is, it's all about mindset mm -hmm. um, because we do, we all say, oh, I don't have time for that, but. You always have time for it. It's just that you choose to yeah, do something else instead. You choose something. Yeah, exactly. So we need to learn to pick the things that we think are important and do those things Absolutely. rather than worrying about all the little things along the way that really aren't important that are sucking up the time we could be using for something else. Absolutely. And I think a lot of that comes around, especially for women, I suppose, around setting boundaries and, and saying no to things and not doing things because we think we should do them, but doing them because we want to do them. Um, and it's, there's so many ways that people use up their time, which isn't advantageous for themselves or, or, or for their happiness or for their well-being. And to really scale back on all those kind of should do's, I think is really important. Of course, there are a few of the have to do things that, you know, like the people that are I'm aiming the podcast at there. They've got a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Sure. They'd probably like to be doing something else, mm -hmm. but they don't have time because they've got that job in yeah. the way. Yeah. But it's, it's a matter of setting that aside. So you, yes, maybe you've got a six or eight hour window where you don't have time for other things, but the rest of the time, what you do with it is, and is I think entirely up to you. We also have quite a funny attitude about time these days. We think about our work time as the time we get stuff done. And then leisure time, people just sit around and kind of do nothing with it. But if you think about it, your leisure time actually takes up quite a big chunk of your day. If you get home at five yeah. or six o'clock, you've probably got five or six hours in the rest of your day. If you had those at work, you'd be productive and doing things. Yet people will sit around and just like watch Netflix for five hours. And then they complain that, well, I haven't had time to do all the things I want to do. No, because you've been sitting and watching Netflix for five <laughs> hours. So I think it's about really using your leisure time in a, not necessarily productive, doesn't all have to be about achieving results, but about doing those things that will really give you the enjoyment and fulfillment that you're looking for. So. Right. You just have to recognize that that time is there, even though you're doing something, you know, it's not something necessarily, like you said, advantageous. If, yeah. if, you're, if your goal is to binge watch the latest uh, show on Netflix, then great. You've, you've just accomplished <laughs> That's it. Fine. Exactly. Mission accomplished. But if your goal is to learn something new or do something new or take up a new hobby or, or socialize more, then, then those are the things you should be doing with that leisure time. So I think taking about that right. kind of, yeah, thinking about that differently and using it, you know, in a better way is also very sensible. One of the things that um, helps us lead a happy life is figuring out how to get out of the, uh, the rut, the same old, doing the same mm -hmm. old thing day in and day out. We do that a lot. Yeah. Um, do you have some suggestions that people can use to try to make them more excited about their life, get them a little bit re-energized, something like that, so that the same old routine isn't so dull? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have, I have some quite fun ones for that. So I, 
I think one that seems really like it wouldn't make a difference, but it really does is just do things a little bit differently. Like I, I, I like people to kind of think about their routine and how they do things every day and then just shake things up a little bit. So if you always drive the same way to work, drive a different way one day and just because it'll open up new things that you see um it'll just change it. i think our brains like novelty and the reason why we get kind of frustrated and stuck it and bored is because we keep doing the same thing so if we can try and create novelty in our life even by doing something as simple as wearing our hair a different way you know brushing your teeth with your left hand um taking a photo <laughs> of something that you see outside every day just a little thing it just gives the brain that kind of novelty that's like oh something's different and then that just makes life a little bit more interesting. So I think that's a really good idea. Um, I think reaching out and I think, you know, having a strong community of friends and family is fantastic. But I think sometimes reaching out beyond that is a, is a really good idea. If you're always talking to the same people, doing the same things, you know, you always, you know, you have the same conversations over and over again. It's the same gossip. It's the same news. I think to kind of broaden your circle of acquaintances also is a very good way to bring in fresh ideas and um, fresh perspectives. So I think kind of, yeah, getting out there and networking and socializing outside of your normal circles is really helpful as well in terms of kind of shaking things up a little bit. So yeah, that's, that's two of my top Saying hello to a different person at the bus stop or Absolutely. Like and you that. never know where that opportunity or that, that introduction might lead. So yeah, I think it's just about trying to create that novelty. And also I think people just need to keep learning. I think if you've been doing the same job for a long time, you become very competent at it. And even though that is a good thing, uh, there's, you know, again, your brain kind of starts to atrophy a bit. And so we need that stimulation. Yep. So I think always, you know, reading or listening to podcasts or, or watching documentaries or anything like that, however you like to get your information and however you like to learn, oh, sorry, um, then that is, uh, that also gives that stimulation, which breaks that feeling of ennui and gets you out of that rut. So yeah, yeah uh, keep great. moving forwards and learning and life's about growth, isn't it? doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, what, it's all about growth. Yep. That's a good idea. Maybe I'll uh, take my dog on a different route tomorrow. I always use the same route. Yeah. I know exactly where she needs to pee. I know where she needs yeah. to do everything, but maybe we need a new route. Yeah. And there's something nice about familiarity in the comfort zone. It's why they call it the comfort zone, isn't it? But yeah. I think it's nice every now and then also to do something a little different. Yeah. 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 She did. She gets uh confused if I take her on a different route. It's like, whoa, we're doing something new and yeah, you know, yeah. everything is new, even if she's done it before. Yeah, absolutely. So so I know you've uh, you've written a book, mm -hmm. um, as I mentioned, Achieve Anything You Want, yep. and it goes deep into the the process of, of how to reach your goals. Um, maybe you can outline for the listeners just briefly what um, is involved in the book and what kind of steps that uh, people are, that you take people through. Sure. Um, well, I originally wrote the book. I'm a coach and as a coach, I'm a firm believer in the benefits of coaching. I don't know if you've ever been coached in your life or anything, but uh, having coached, it really does help open perspectives and opportunities and takes your life to a whole new level. The problem with coaching is, is that it can be expensive and it can also be quite difficult to find, you know, a good coach who's really going to help you. So I wanted to create a really accessible way for people to benefit from the tools of coaching. So I'm 
decided I'm creating a series of books and this Achieve Anything You Want is my first one where I give kind of all my best coaching tools and exercises in a format that is affordable and accessible to anyone. So that was kind of the premise behind the books. And so I started with Achieve Anything You Want because that sounded like a good place to start. Uh, And that lays out basically my transformation bridge. It's a process that I've developed to take people from where they are right now to where they want to be. Um, And so part of this transformation bridge, it teaches you the qualities that you need to embody in order to change. And these are awareness, responsibility, and the ability to take action. And then resting atop those pillars, I've got what I call the pathway to success. And they're just five simple steps that you need to take in order to reach any goal. It doesn't matter if it's a weight loss goal, a career goal, quitting drinking, whatever it is, the, the path to success is always the same. And the steps for that just really quickly, and uh, it's probably taking on a lot of information, but if anybody wants to learn more, obviously you can find it in the book, but it's gaining clarity around your goal, like really knowing what it is you want. That's the first key step when you want to achieve anything. The second step is to knowing why you want it. So your why is going to create that motivation to get you moving and get you past the kind of challenging times and the hurdles that come up. You know, every time you go for something new, it's always going to be something comes up to get in your way. So you need that why to kind of push you through the the kind of hurdles. And the second, uh, the third step, sorry, is removing blocks because again, life's never smooth sailing. Like things always come up. And if you can anticipate what the kind of obstacles, what the blocks are going to be to your goals, whether they be external blocks, like actual physical objects or people or time or money or whatever it is that get in your way, or sometimes internal blocks or your own thinking and your own feelings. If you can kind of anticipate those and then strategize ways to get around them, you're going to be ahead of the game in terms of moving towards your goal. And then there's the mindset piece. And this is a piece that people can kind of get a little bit confused about because having that success mindset means embracing kind of the qualities and the thoughts of the person who already has the goal. So most people think, oh, when I reach my goal, when I become a success or when I change my career or when I lose weight, then I'm going to be that perfect person I've always wanted to be. But in order to reach that goal, you need to become that person now. That's how you create it by having the kind of thoughts and the feelings of the person who has that goal. So it's developing that mindset around uh, knowing what kind of person you need to be in order to create what you want. So that's very important. And then the final step is to have a plan because everything obviously works so much better and is so much more likely to happen if you have a plan. And when I tell people about the plan, I'm just like, this is not just something you think about in your head. A plan is definitely something that is written down. And it's something preferably even transferred to your diary or your agenda so that when you wake up in the morning, you know the step that you need to take that day to keep you moving forwards towards your goal. So that is a very brief and uh, too brief, super quick <laughs> um, <laughs> overview of, of what the book is all about. But it, the, the book will take you through exercises to help you develop each of those kind of elements of that transformation process. So it's just really a step-by-step approach. The whole book you can read in an hour, but to, to do the work obviously takes longer. And takes so, time. Yeah, yeah, but that's, it's all the tools that I would teach my private clients in a condensed kind of book format. So it's, it's super helpful. And the feedback I'm getting is fantastic from teenagers to my mother-in-law who's 85 is, is loving it. So it's really helpful on a very broad scale. Wonderful. Yes. It sounds like it would be. Um, I was thinking about the different steps and you, you came up with the, the last step being mindset. Do you think that, are you doing these steps in order all the time? Like, I know you need to have a why, you need to know what you're doing. 
you know, at the start, but is mindset something that you work on all the way through or is that something that you work on when you've done all the other stuff? Well, in a way you obviously need to have that overarching. That's why I have the kind of what I call the pillars of success, which is about that awareness that your thoughts, you know, really create your, the results in your life and taking responsibility. And, you know, you have to take action. You have to do things, obviously, to create anything. Thinking and hoping, you know, is never going to be enough. Right. <laughs> but I think with the mindset, in a way, you kind of need to know what it is that you're wanting to achieve in order to develop the mindset for that particular goal. So right. let's say if you wanted to lose weight and you wanted to be, you know, a slimmer version of what you are now, like the mindset you need would be, well, how does a slim person feel? Does a slim person like obsess all day about eating food or do they just get on with their day and just eat when they need to? So it's, it's by adapting that mindset to the goal that you're going to have and, and thinking about, okay, who's got what I, or what I really want? How do they feel? How do they think? How do they act? And how is that different from how I'm acting right now? And that's the kind of changes that you need to look to be making. And that's all that. That's the mindset piece. It's becoming the person that you want to be now. Yeah. So it is kind of goal specific in that, in that way. You said you're, you've got more than one book, um, obviously. So you've got a whole series of books. The one, they're more, they're more than one book in my head. The second one is being written now. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's wonderful of you then to put your whole coaching practice into a book for someone. That's a, yeah. I mean, I think it's just it's such a credible tool, and I think a lot of people underestimate the power of having these tools and these insights in their life. And a lot of people don't understand it, but I'm hoping to kind of open that up. And I think, I know there are a ton of self-help books out there. I mean, I've got a whole bookshelf. You can yeah. see that podcast listeners got <laughs> of self-help books behind me. But the problem with most of them is they're, they're actually quite thick and they're, the chapters are pretty long and people buy them with all the best intentions. Yeah. And then they get to kind of chapter two and they're like, yeah, no, maybe I'll do that <sighs> later. So my idea was really to create something that is so simple to read. I mean, it, you look at it and you're like, well, of course, but you know, it means that people will get through it and they will do it. And I think that's the key to my book and to, to coaching in general. It's the actual, you have to get out there and finish it and do it. There's no, you know, intentions are one thing, but it's the action is, is what makes a difference. So, yeah. yeah. And that's, that goes with the writing it down too. It's not just in your head because in your head you can always say, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Writing it you down. you actually see it concrete. Yeah. Makes it, not there. makes it very real. And I think that's also yeah. with, I find with coaching and, and any, thing that you want to achieve in general, probably the key piece is to have that support and accountability system in your life. You need to be kept accountable because it's just so easy to blow things off. So I think that's the yep. benefit of having a coach as well. And then having a book which you've written down in and there's something that you can share with other people, then that creates that accountability that you need as well. So yeah. The accountability that goes back to, I didn't have time for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right at the start. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so your your website, I like your website, a coachinyourpocket.com. Yes. That's one website. Yeah, that's my book. Um, that's my book website. So that's what the series of books is are called. Yeah. Is going to be mm -hmm. yeah. And so people can find you there or should they go to uh georgiabamber.com? Uh if you you're interested in coaching, then the georgiabamber.com, but the a coach in your pocket, my book website will also also links back through there. So Okay. you can start with that one so yeah no that's fantastic yeah. so yeah is there any any other little nuggets of wisdom you would like from me before we go or? <laughs> uh what kind of coaching do you do uh any kind of coaching that people need or specifically you say you, you, you're 
a life coach, but you can do business coaching. You can coach whoever. I call myself a success coach, I suppose, because I help people. My main thing is to help people create the positive change they're looking for, to help them reach their goals in their life. And because I have both a master's in psychology and a um, master's in an MBA, a master's in business administration, that I really span the bridge between life coaching and business, business coaching. Yeah. So I get clients from both sides, but I always find that, you know, we all know work impinges on life and life impinges on work. So it always blends together quite nicely. So whatever someone comes to me for, we always end up working on all of it. So, yeah. Okay. So that, that was what I was trying to get around to that. It doesn't matter what they're looking for. You're probably going to be able to help them and sort out, you know, their goals so that they can be successful. Absolutely. I mean, I think the process for achieving any goal is always the same. It's, it's a formula and, you know, that's why I created my kind of transformation bridge just to show that anybody can do it. So it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. You just really need to follow a step-by-step process and just kind of focus on the piece that you're on um, and you will get to the end. I mean, I always say, if you keep going and keep taking action until you reach your goal, you are 100% guaranteed (laughs) to reach your goal every single time. So it is, it's just about that consistency and persistence. You can have whatever you want. People don't fail at their goals because they aim too high or it was too hard. It's because people give up. And so for me, and they often stop right before they get yeah, there. That self-sabotage thing kicks in or, you know, yeah. they start to have all those doubts or they start to think, Oh, do I really want that? Um, so it, I think it's very rare, very, very rare that it's that they couldn't reach the goal. It's just that they stopped. So I try and encourage right. people. And that's what I do as a coach and through my book as well is just to keep help people to keep going because you'll get there if you keep going for sure. Perfect. So I'll have your, um, the links to your websites in the show Mm -hmm. notes. Is there anything you'd like to uh, share before we uh, wrap it up? No, that's it. But um, yeah, I encourage people, if there is something you want to achieve, read the book. It's, it'll change things for you for sure. So, and I really thank you so much for having me on Jackie. It's been a great pleasure. This is great. Thank you very much for being with me. You're welcome. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.